sisters and brothers, brothers and sisters, cats and dogs, wherever you are, whoever you are, this is part two, hashtag Christian Straight Talk, and the title of these two podcasts, it's time for the underdog to rise. God, I love that. I love the fact that I was an underdog. I thank God that I was kicked around by the world, society, people in my family, all over the world, that they've wiped the floor with me. Yeah, Ben, I was... <laughs> Come on. I had a ministry leader call me an old farm dog once, you know what I mean? So, so you know... Cheers, thanks for that. Uh, we're not going to take you behind a wall and shoot the old farm dog, he said. He said, we're just going to let a... you go. So, so. Oh, that's just going to let you go. <laughs> Wander off into the wilderness. Put you out of pasture, mate. You know, that's the thing. So... Uh, <laughs> Hashtag, welcome back, brothers very, and sisters. Very, very interesting what, what's happened. Um, it, it really is. Yeah, it is, yeah. No, but we're talking about underdogs, Ben, and, um, you know, the biggest, I think the biggest underdog in the Bible was Jesus himself, wasn't it? It was. It was the story of Jesus Christ because he was <laughs> chased down from the very point that Mary pushed him out of her womb. Rejected. When you think about it, rejected, yeah. despised, persecuted. As soon as Jesus popped out of the vehicle of Mary, Herod went, I want him gone. And this was the King of Kings, man. This was the Lord of Lords. He could have he could have arrived in a huge, amazing palace. He could have had an entourage. He could have had everything, couldn't he? But... He didn't. He didn't. He came as the lowest of the low, and he was an underdog, even in his appearance, Ben. The, the Bible says nothing in his appearance would have, was attractive. He was a man of sorrow. He was familiar with pain. You know, he is the the man, Christ Jesus. Well, that's that's right, Ben, because in, in, uh, in Isaiah 53, now, you know, this is where the Old Testament is prophesying, about the birth of Jesus, and he's talking about him. He says, who, who has believed our report, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness, and when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men, as you said, Ben, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and we hid as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. So, my goodness gracious. <laughs> this is Jesus. This yeah. is Jesus. Isn't it interesting, though, that how many people are in the world of church that go, the Old Testament is finished. <laughs> Don't read the Old Testament. We're in the New Covenant. You know, the Word of God, the Bible says, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. The old is as strong as the new. The new is as strong as... You can't separate the old and the new. The only way you can see that is through the time, the time gap between the old and the new. That's just a time gap. Well, as as we know from our friend Brian uh, from Males, they they look at... Uh, they haven't got Old and New Testaments. It's just one book. It's it, just one book. And it's so but, true, isn't it? But that's interesting about Jesus and his appearance. So, what a powerful. So they knew him, Ben, but they didn't see him, did they? And that is really interesting because in the New Testament, what I love in the, I can't, my mind will reference it in a moment, but there's a great part in the New Testament where the demonic forces said to the disciples, who are you lot? Yeah. We don't know you. We don't know you. But we know him. We don't know you. So, the, see, the demons knew it. The demons knew him. They de Demons could see him. And the demons said to the church, the disciples, the apostles, and everybody there, who are you lot? And that 
that is coming back to what we said earlier. When the church leaders of certain areas and certain places go into the world, they're no one. But in their own kingdom, because they've got people around them, they put people around them yes, to build... Yes, people, um, don't they? Yeah, but yes, yeah. people around them. That's right. Yeah. But the demonic forces didn't recognise those that they thought that they were bigger than what they was. They went, who are you? That man over there, we know him and we are fearful of him. But you lot, who are you lot? Well, there was nothing, as the Bible says, there was nothing, no report of his appearance in the Bible, was there? Of, of nothing. Jesus. So you, you have to say the Holy Spirit really sort of held back any reports yeah. because we've got reports of our... Saul looked, we've got reports of how David looked, how beautiful Esther was, we've got reports of how big and strong other people were. Exactly, even Goliath, they even depict Goliath and tell us how angels look, how, but Jesus, you won't find a reference to, well, someone help us out, but the the Bible is telling us clear that there is... No, there's no reference there's to no his, reference. how he looked. And, and it's interesting, Ben, in Matthew thirteen fifty three to 57, it says this, it says, Now it came to pass when Jesus had finished these parables, he departed from there. When he had come to his own country, his own town, <laughs> yeah, he taught them in their synagogue so that they were astonished and said, Where did this man get this wisdom and these mighty works? Is not is this not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary and his brothers James, Joseph, Simon and Judas and his sisters? Are they not all with us? Where then did this man get all these things? And they were offended by him, it says. Yeah. But Jesus told them, he said, A prophet is not without honour except in his own country and his own house. Now he did. Men, now he did not do my, many mighty works there because of their unbelief. So, even in his own town, even you know, his own culture, his own lifestyle, they, his own upbringing, these would have knew him from a, a yeah. A, a that's Jesus. No, no, he's, he's nothing. He's just but a it, carpenter's son. Ain't this interesting, Ben? And we spoke about it before. There's no mention of his father there, is there, Joseph? No. So, so the, uh, doing a bit of research, it appears that his father, Joseph, died at some stage. Yeah, looking at the scriptures, yeah. you can find roughly, I believe, around about 24, 25, when Jesus was a young man, lost his dad. Because when you go to the cross of Calvary, and he says very, very clearly, he says to the disciple, here is, here is your mother, you know, and he's handing her over, because that was the custom. That was the custom of their culture. If... If there was no father figure uh, and there was no husband around, you know, the, the, the mum uh, would, would be placed into the hands of someone close to the family, you know, and, and he hands him over. Jesus says, this this is your son, this is your mum, and he, he's doing it in, in custom to the, the Jewish area and, and everything that was going on at that particular point. So it clearly tells us that he, Jesus is handing his mum over. So Joseph, his dad... He's not around. He's not around, yeah. So he's basically, from at one point in his life, was in a one-parent family, wasn't he? With, with, and all his brothers and sisters were from Joseph's previous yeah. encounters with marriage, yeah. And when, when, when you think that Jesus has experienced bereavement, because he would have loved Joseph. Oh, yeah, no, he would. he's gone through all that. So he's he? gone through 
bereavement. And you don't think of that, do you, that Jesus Christ would have experienced the loss of his earthly stepfather, his dad, Joseph. So as a young man, he's experienced everything, everything. Everything Jesus did wasn't to put, wasn't to push himself forward, was it? It no. was to push the father forward. Everything, everything elevate the father elevate, to elevate the father wasn't to, wasn't to big himself up. He could have, he could have uh, been the greatest star ever. He could have been walking down the red carpet like these people. You know, uh, he could oh, have done some of this stuff. Done a lot. But listen to this, Ben. In um, in Philippians two five, it's interesting. He said. He said, it says this, Paul says this, is let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, yeah. taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. He humbled himself. He came down 14 generations. The Gospel of Matthew chapter 1 tells us and shows us the genealogy of Christ. And when you look at the characters that the seed came through, he did not choose anyone that was righteous. He came for And even Rahab is mentioned in the genealogy of Jesus. Mate, so she ben, was the vehicle. Ben... He came from the tribe of Judah, didn't he? Yeah. And Judah was one of the ones, <laughs> wasn't he, that, that, that sorted out Joseph, that threw Joseph in the, in the cistern and wanted Joseph, to, you know, and sold Joseph into, mm. into slavery. When you look at Jesus, he humbled himself. He humbled himself, Ben. He came down the staircase of majesty. He came down from heaven's glory. You know, uh, Colossians chapter 1, verse 15, Christ is the image of the invisible God. God is with you wherever you are. If you feel that you're an underdog, if you feel now is your time, you know, the scripture is very clear, uh, you, shall, you shall rise on wings as of eagles. Now is the time. You're yeah, going to yeah. rise. In Isaiah, Isaiah 41, 10, I think it is. You're going to rise. on wings on eagles, run and not get weary, walk and not get faint. Amen. And you are yeah. not going to be crushed anymore. Now is the time to seek the God of Israel, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. You are born again. You are spirit-filled. And Christ, if we can use that terminology, forgive us, Jesus, for what we're saying, is is determined as the greatest underdog in the world. But he is the saviour of the world. He is the king of kings, the Lord of lords. Everything was against Jesus. Everything. Everything was against him. And and the, these people that were around him, Ben, that they thought, a lot of them thought he was he was the, the great Messiah. They thought mm. he was coming. They, they, they thought he was going to take over and, and lead again, the, which is, is what he did, but not in the way they thought he was going to do, Ben. Exactly, it? and Christ, and 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 when he was died, it's even uh, when he died, when he got when he got crucified on the cross, and he and he died. And many people must have gone, this this ain't the man I've. This is not the man I I was believing in. I thought, why is he up there on the cross? I, I thought he was going to lead us, you know, this great into into this. Great battle! I thought he was going to, you know, but there he's he's on the cross. He's he's dying. What's what's going on? That's why the disciples went. 
I'm going fishing. That's what happened because they looked at Christ on the cross. They was walking with him. They ate with him. Everything happened with Jesus. They'd seen stuff in their, with their eyes that they couldn't work out. Then suddenly they see him die. It is finished. Well, Simon the, Peter uh, went, yeah, yeah, I'm going yeah. back fishing. And that's very interesting what you said there because in the report that we've got in the Bible, three of the reports – so he could have come, he, when he rose again, yeah. he could have come back, couldn't he, Ben, and, and on a big white horse and gone, I, I told you, here oh, I, I am, I'm, I'm back. back, I'm back. <laughs> yeah. I'm back. I'm back, and, and you know, and, and people would have gone, oh. No, the first account, Ben, of when he'd been risen, because mm. it's very important, it's really important what you said there, is it didn't, it was no song and dance, it was Mary looked at him and, and she thought he was a gardener. Yeah. Do you know where you put Jesus? It's really interesting, isn't it? Do you know where, where's Jesus? You know, and, and like that story, that great biblical fact, like it wasn't, see, again, it wasn't his appearance because she didn't recognize him. But when he said, it is I, she recognized him by what? By voice. By voice. By yeah. word. Yeah. And didn't it didn't what does it say in, in Isaiah? He came to set the captives free mm. and, and he came to encourage and whatever. So here we are. That's John twenty fifteen. She looks at him, what was he wearing? Was he wearing overalls, Ben? Was he wearing a garden? Heavenly was robes. He, he he was he couldn't have been wearing heavenly robes, could he? Because she'd she'd have maybe recognized she just thought he was another gardener. I, I think I think what, what happened in that because when when you look at the coming back of him, he he was he was dressed different. He his he was very very different, the spiritual Christ. But I I actually think that her eyes were blinded. I think she was blinded by by what was happening. Because if you go to the island of Patmos with with John, when you look at that, and he 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 turned around and he sees someone like the Son of Man. He was so bright, so powerful, in his heavenly garments. You know. His hair, his eyes. Yeah, he his saw sash. that. Yeah, he, and he I, fell down before him. But the here, first human being that see him, I actually believed that she had to be shielded because the human being couldn't well, cope. So she thought he was a gardener. She just see an image, just see a silhouette, see see this man. And the same Ben on the Amamaeus Road, wasn't it? The two travellers, the two guys. You can imagine walking these along. two guys, can't you, Ben? Can you imagine them going? Oh, that is, I, I believed in Jesus, but yeah, you but know where, where's he gone? Where's I, he I gone? don't know. And then suddenly, I'm walking away, like, like, like many of you out there probably just, just are walking away from your calling. They've just gone. I've oh, had enough. I've I, had I, enough. I, I and then Jesus joins them, and Jesus joins them, and he walks with them. And he says, "What are you talking about? Haven't you heard this? this haven't you? Where have you been?" They, Jesus went. What, what's the story then? And they're having a conversation and he walked all that distance with them and they invited him in. And then it says Jesus departed from them. And what I find interesting is when he departed, suddenly they went, was your heart beating? That was, see, Jesus was kept from being recognised. He kept himself from being recognised, but he still walked with them. So why do you think that was, Ben? Because... He, he would have just blown their minds, wouldn't he, otherwise? Because his beauty and his majesty were so strong. Was so strong, yeah. And because he had come back completely as the saviour. I'm not. I'm, I'm talking after cross. 
in his in his heavenly body because this was this was a different the same Christ but he was after the cross so he looked different he had the wounds he had everything he was risen from the dead so you need to look at him as as the, the uh, completely different so he looked different and they said we didn't actually recognize him so again he god but, but ben i think there's a lot of people out there exactly like listen to this, I think it's on a lot the of road. People, yeah, there aren't the two guys on the road. I think there's a lot walking of with on Jesus, the but but just just not recognizing recognizing him. So they they know him, but they don't see him. You, you just, un- does un- that make sense? Un- you understand yeah, so that they know him, but they don't see him. They know the scriptures, but they actually don't see Jesus, and they're not. And I think if you're out there, you're, you're just thinking, I can't stand any more of this. Uh, this com- pressure's coming in from all all sides, mm. and, but Jesus is walking with you. You don't you don't see him walking with you. No. So you, Philip, you're again. trying to do these things in in your own strength, aren't you? You're trying to do yeah. these things, but he's walking with you, and he's saying, "Hold on, just turn to me, come to me." Yeah, it's it's so true. It's so very very true. And you got Philip as well standing in front of Christ, and he said, "Show us the Father." And Jesus went, "We are one." You can't recognize me. There comes a time when Christ actually flicks our heart around to recognize him, certain strategic points, because there's too many reference points when they didn't recognize him in the garden. Uh, she didn't recognize him in the garden. The two on the Emmaus Road didn't recognize him. Philip didn't recognize that the father was standing before him. And, and what you said earlier, Ben, uh, you know, the, the disciples have gone, do you know, well, well, we'll go back to fishing now. So. Yeah. And then Jesus calls on Danny. Yeah, but what happens to him? Who's that? They who, don't recognise him, do they? So he's cooking a bit of fish up. Oi, oi. He's got a, the old fish on a barbie, hasn't he? He's, and he's cooking it all up and he's calling out to him, how are you getting on? Uh, we're, we're, we're catching nothing. Nothing. So they're, so they're, so they're recognising a figure, but they're not recognising the king. They're, 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 see, I believe what happens when you look at these characters that did not recognize him. There's another area to this that I honestly believe that fear distorts your vision. When fear comes in and emotion comes in, it takes you to a place where you don't see things as you should clearly see things. And what it does, Ben, it, it takes you to your default mechanism, Yeah, which is uh, a place of, you try to get to a place of safety, which is normally self. Self. And, and self-focused, looking inwards, not really clearly looking right. out. And and we said it earlier, you know, we, sometimes we have to trust. Yeah. But it's easier said sometimes than done, isn't it, Ben? It really so, is. To yeah. to lean into Jesus is the one of the most hardest, difficult things, the enduring things you'll do, because the world around you is like that that uh, scrapyard scenario. You're a car, you've been dropped into that that mechanism and the outside world is about to crush you and turn you from a car to a baked bean can. You know, do you feel that you are in a crushing mechanism at this moment and you're being crushed on every side? You, you're that shining vehicle and suddenly the world is crushing you and trying to turn you into a baked bean can. God has got a better plan for you than any crushing mechanism of the world. And coming back to those that went fishing, it went, I'm going fishing. He was the one that uh, started the story, and they went, we're going to go with you. So it's very interesting that he took many with him. 
they was on on the boat. We know yeah, the story. They all went on the boat, yeah. yeah. And what I find fascinating is that fishermen know their territory, but that night they caught nothing. But Jesus said to them, "Chuck your nets on the right side of the boat." Now, when you've got a handful of people, you are facing each other. So my right is different to your right. But Jesus said, chuck your nets on the right side. So Simon's right at this moment is different to my right. We're sitting opposite each other. When there was fishing, your right and your left is different because you're facing and working at different angles. What Jesus is saying, cast your nets to me. Fish on the right side of the boat. On the, the right side of the boat. On the Jesus side. On of the, the boat. Jesus side of the yeah, boat. Yeah. And when they threw their nets, when they threw everything they got to Jesus, when they threw everything over the right side, the Bible says they could not haul the net in. It was so large. It was <laughs> impossible. The blessing is so big. See, the underdogs were out on the lake. The underdogs were out. And when they ended it as Jesus, they had such a blessing. They had such a blessing. And and I would say to, to anyone out there this morning, you know, that w- one of the worst things that keeps us down and keeps us as an underdog is looking at other people who you perceive to have been more successful. Yeah. Uh, other people who, who you see their lives, that you perceive their lives to be more happy and peaceful than yours. But, you know, there's always that there's that term, Ben, in it, walk a mile in my shoes. And that's the truth. That's because the you, truth. You're not living their life. You you have to concentrate on your life. You have to know uh, where you're going. And 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 you've got to do it. You, if you're a Christian out there or, or not really, you know, you've got to give it to Jesus because otherwise we're in trouble. You're really in trouble. You really are in trouble. In 1 Corinthians, what we was in earlier, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30, it says, it is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus who has become for us the wisdom of God, that is our righteousness, our holiness, and our redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. Boast in the Lord. And Ben, if you're out there listening to this, you are where you where God wants you to be right now. Because if He doesn't you want you to be there, He'll move you to somewhere else. And if if you just you know, and we know Ben, the prayer we pray is not my will, but Your will be done. So yeah. So wherever you are is where God wants you to be, and until He He determines the time. So don't run, be running. For us all, because we've both done it in the past. We've run after still shiny do it. things. We've still run after do shiny it. ministries. We've run after this this person, and you listen to that. But no, God's where you put you where you are for for, for this moment in time. You are where you are for this precise moment in Amen. time, and let Him use you to, yeah. for His glory, and let the light shine out. As it said in Matthew five sixteen, it's important. So Simon, God gets the glory. It's important to to understand that that God is with us in all things. God loves us unconditionally. He loves you. He loves me. He loves wherever you are across the world. And God has a great plan for you, the Jeremiah plan. He's got great things for you. But now is a time to really call on the God of Israel. We stand with Israel. We believe in the biblical Israel, nothing to do with the political Israel, but we believe that God is moving through the biblical interpretation of Israel. So Israel is important to look at, to bless Israel. 
to pray over and through. But you know what, brother or sister, if you feel that you're an underdog at this moment in time, you are going to rise on wings as of eagles because God is going to lift you and he's got a plan for you. And there is nothing greater than being in the arms of the Father. Amen to that. And the thing is, Ben, do you know something that... Um, What's that? <laughs> He's the same today as he was yesterday. So this is our, our this is our God that parted the Red Sea. This is our God that defeated all those all those armies. And do you think do you think he's do not put him in a box? He can he'll lift you up. If all you've got to do is give him your heart, he will use you powerfully. He will take you from that underdog status. And believe me, you will still. You will still you what you on, on this earth you may not get um, any accolades, but they'll be cheering in heaven when when you're moving forward for the kingdom, Ben. Oh God, I love and that. And do you know something, Ben? Do you know what you know? You know. You, you know, know what the you truth? know. You know the truth. You it will know set truth. you free. Amen. God bless you, brother <laughs> and sister. Take care. We'll see you soon. God bless.